Art is too important not to share. Welcome to the Ali and Callie Artcast. Hi, I'm Allie. And I'm Callie. And we're with the Coeur d'Alene Arts and Culture Alliance. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. We are excited to be here. Again. Again. (laughs) What's new with you, girl? Well, my grandson just turned 10 months old. Oh, and what? he's a boot scooter. He is. Oh, my God. He's (laughs) like a little lizard. I've seen that crawl. Oh, it's really cute. He he just he slithers yeah. on the floor and it's he's like, fast. It's like an army crawl. It is. A little it's bit. really oh he's so he's adorable. Cute. He is really and cute. And we're already starting to plan his first birthday party. Oh. I've talked to my mom about coming out for his birthday. Oh, that'd be we're sweet. gonna do it at our house and invite pretty much everybody everyone we know. we know yeah exactly yeah, you're invited oh good Kristen's well invited. i hope so yay yay well that's fun yeah well i have a grand puppy <gasps> a grand puppy a new one yes my uh, son and his girlfriend decided she's kind of she she sees an animal she loves it she wants it mm-hmm. and she she kind of worked worked everyone else first and then then she worked my son and so they got a aussie a poodle, Aussie Shepherd poodle mix. It's beautiful. Really mm-hmm. cute. Milo. Yeah. And he's exactly. Milo. Yeah. That's the name they chose. And he's exactly eight weeks. And he is, well, now he might be 10 weeks old. Yeah, I guess so. He's adorable. Yeah. So cute. But he's definitely a puppy. And, right. you know, supposedly he, my son's like, oh, he's going to be so well trained. I'm like, mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. <laughs> no human food. And he's going to be kennel trained and da, 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 da. Well, let me just tell you, a c- couple weeks ago, he, uh. He didn't get up for work, and I hear this puppy whining and whining and whining. And the girlfriend calls me and says, can you see if Jackson's up? And I wasn't home, and I said, well, I'll I'll run home, make sure he's up. I go downstairs. The puppy's in the kennel, whining, top top level, like, so loud. My son is under the covers, just wiped out. Oh, my God. And I'm like, how can you? And I go, Jackson. They want you at work. And he's like, I'm so tired. I'm like, how do you not hear this puppy whining? I'm like, he goes, oh, it kept me up all night. I'm like, yeah, puppies are hard. (laughs) I am so, again, I'm not the nicest mom. I'm really not. It's one of those moments of learning lesson. I'm like, you wanted a puppy. This is what it's like. I don't think being a good mom equates with being a nice mom. Yeah, I know. Sometimes you got to have that tough love. You do. And I was like, like, I'll take him out and and have him pee and poop. Yeah. And then, um, but then I got to go. Yeah. I don't ha- you know, he's like, well, I'm going to be late. And I'm like, well, that's your fault. Right. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. But oh my God, this puppy is so cute. Oh, I can't wait so to I'm, see So I'm him. very excited to kind of Milo. Have yeah, Milo. He's awesome. very cute. My dogs, who are 10 years old, mm-hmm. are like, oh, it's staying. <laughs> is it staying? They like it, but they tolerate. But he does that jump up and want yeah. to paw you. And when he, he gets a little nervous, he just p- sits, plops his butt right on your feet. Oh, funny. And he like sits it. Like, yeah. Like, what's happening? Right. He's the cutest thing ever. Oh, that but sounds Anyway, great. so that's our new addition to our family, <laughs> along with seven baby bunnies. Oh, Goody. Yay. So, oh, you yay. know, the bunny farm, if anybody needs fertilizer for their farms or their gardens, please come to my house. 
you can scoop it up scoop right it off up. of the lawn. I've already had a friend come out and scoop out last week's poop. So if you need any poop, come to my house. There's a whole lot the of poop shit. poop farm. Oh. 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 <laughs> Ding. Bunny shit. Boom. Ooh. Anyway. Okay. Sorry for the profanity. Anyway, I'm on fire today. Yeah, Woo! you are. Anyway, here we are. Watch out, world. Callie is... <laughs> She is ready and ready to go. to go. Well, we have a great guest today. We do. I'm so excited about this. I know. We have April Near here. She's Thank so you for coming, April. You're welcome. Hi. I'm really glad to be here. It's going to be a fun morning. Yeah. Yes, it's always fun with Allie and Callie. It is always fun. Yeah, see, there's no reason to be nervous. We just, yeah, we just gab. And right. you'll gab along with us. I know April just said she doesn't like to talk about herself, but I think we're going to get her over that right yes. now because April, we need you to tell us a little bit about your background. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, I uh, was, I've, I'm from North Idaho and I was an athlete all through uh, high school, junior high, high school, college, uh, was very busy. And then I um, went into social work Um I'm not sure why. I think I took a test at college and because I couldn't decide, I went through three or four majors. I didn't really believe I could do what I really wanted to do. Um, part of that was art and part of that was medicine. And so I ended up going into social work because I care a lot about people. Mm-hmm. And I spent 20 years doing all kinds of things, working for uh, a lot of nonprofits, but working for child protection, doing abuse investigations, working with the law and the judicial system, Mm -hmm. and then ended up working for um, the Salvation Army Croc Center here in Coeur d'Alene for nine years and did all kinds of work there. And then I stepped out finally because the urge and the desire and the need to do art was overwhelming. And I felt like it was time Mm -hmm. to take the plunge. So in 2019, I decided to pursue art more full time. And what kind of art do you do? We know, but tell the tell the listeners what kind of art. Well, it's a great combination, sometimes too big, but uh, <laughs> in general, I most of my work is around process healing art, and um, it's kind of categorized in process art and creative soul care, and I integrate a lot of. I'm a real holistic kind of person, so I think a lot about our bodies, minds, spirits, souls, and how we we do best when we tend to all those areas and integrate it together rather than compartmentalizing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we lose a lot of life and freedom in that. So, um, but I I work in mosaics and oil and photography and acrylic and mixed media. Um, photography is really my outlet when I travel and Mm -hmm. I love to go and capture what I'm experiencing and those are some of my favorite moments in life and uh, I use some of that that artwork to come home and produce um, work Mm -hmm. and then oil was my first love with art and I still really love oil it's just it takes a lot of time so Mm -hmm. I end up um doing some other things and acrylic and mixed media are necessary mediums for the creative soul care because it's water-based and it's eclectic Mm -hmm. and we as humans are very eclectic and we all like different different things and different materials and um 
And so in that work, it, it requires mixed media and acrylic. And then mosaics is very new. I, when I left my social work career, I, I went to Portland and I lived on a lavender Christmas tree farm in an art studio. Oh, fun. That was just a gift from God. And oh, there's no other explanation. I and love that. I did an internship, an art internship at a, at a church there in Portland. And I was there for a year and then COVID hit and then... Mm. things change. But mm -hmm. in that studio, I worked with a woman named Denny uh, Kimonto and she, it was just like, a, I mean, she did, she did all kinds of art and glass was a huge focus. And so I learned to cut glass and I bled a lot and then <laughs> I healed a lot and <laughs> created some pieces that were just really, really um, beautiful and just so fun. So so those are the, the different kinds of mediums and a little bit of why I do them. Mm -hmm. I love your mosaic work. Um, the piece that you had in the art studio preview reception exhibit mm -hmm. last mm -hmm. year is still, I think about that it's piece beautiful. a lot. It was mm -hmm. really fun. Yeah, she's in my staircase right now. Oh, she Along is. with her friends. Oh. <laughs> There's three awesome. of them. Yeah, those were made out of um, dishware and... Uh, um, yeah, dishes and broken tea, tea cups and plates mm -hmm. and old jewelry from grandmas and, you know, mm -hmm. and then um, cupboards, kitchen cupboards. And so it was, it was very fun. I tend to be, hmm, I tend to be results driven and I have a high sense of responsibility and I like things to be done really well. And so um, that can really conflict with my creative side because mm -hmm. be being creative and my best work is actually when I allow myself to be messy and allow myself to be undone and Ooh, which not is really okay. hard. <laughs> and, um, and that's actually the stuff that is uh, most profound mm -hmm. and usually most popular. Whenever mm -hmm. I try to do work just for the sake of like, oh, somebody will like this little painting of a mountain and a lake and it it's not from my soul, mm -hmm. right? It's mm -hmm. not from my heart. Even mm -hmm. though I love I love God's creation, it's beautiful. But my best work is when usually I'm going through really hard times and I allow the art to hold that mm -hmm. that grief, that pain, that joy, that sorrow. Um and I allow myself to be free in that, but it's mm -hmm. scary. It can so, be scary, it can be but scary. It's, it's really cathartic. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I love, I took an art therapy class once and it was really fascinating. Mm -hmm. So I'm really, really interested in your um, creative soul care, mm -hmm. um, what you do and the process you go, you go through with, with people. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Um, it's my favorite thing to do. Um, the creative soul care comes from uh, it's a lot of a lot of my journey. Um, walking through the things we walk through in life, right? Mm -hmm. The the things that life gives us that we don't expect, or the things that become disappointing, or great joys that we just had no idea was coming. Um, but creative soul care is it comes from an, an integration of of what I saw as a social worker, um, it focuses a lot on, it ends up coming down to 
who we are as people and our identity, our desire to have a voice, our desire to be heard, and our deepest desire to be loved. And um, we all, every human on this earth, I believe, wants to belong and to be known and to be loved. Mm -hmm. And um, through Creative Soul Care, we're able to go there because sometimes word, words fail us and art fills that space. Mm-hmm. And so how that, how that goes is, um, it, I, and I, people may come to a group, people may come individually. Um, mm-hmm. right now I'm working more with individuals and I can only plan so much because mm-hmm. what happens is that it, it's 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 your experience and your thoughts and your heart that I I encourage you to get in touch with. Mm-hmm. And so really it's like a stream of consciousness. It's it's kind of doing the brain dump of what's all in my mind right now, writing those things out, drawing freely, looking at those things because our body our body doesn't lie. Mm-hmm. And so when we know, when we're listening to our body and what is happening with our emotions and our thoughts and um, physically, mm-hmm. it comes out in our art. And so it's it's spending an hour or two or three um, in a safe place and inviting people to explore what is going on in your thoughts, what are you feeling. So sometimes it's really easy to think through life and to have all these categories and then I may ask okay uh, what does the color red how do you feel with that and Mm -hmm. then there's a blank yeah what do you feel when you see blue and there's uh, I don't know Mm -hmm. and so helping people get to that place of feeling Mm -hmm. is actually where the healing can begin Mm -hmm. um, and identifying that place and so um, I'm working with a woman right now who's in her 60s and um, she has she has made some really, really difficult choices in her life that are still plaguing her. And so every week that she comes, I prepare, but I let her take us in the direction that she needs to go because I can have an agenda, but she actually knows the, right. the way that she needs to go. And so mm-hmm. it's providing materials, so mixed media and mm-hmm. acrylic yeah, mm-hmm. um, and letting her explore. Right. Well, and I think a lot of times, you know, I can just talk for myself that uh, in the last couple years, because of COVID and and the uh, uh, isolation and the depression of not your whole world changing, you know, me, I lost my job, basically my performing and not being Mm -hmm. able to do any of that. I found uh, a new kind of art for me. And that was great it, it, it in the beginning I was like I'm just experimenting and I'm trying something new which was hard for me because I'd done some acrylics and some watercolors and and I'm like okay well I'm gonna try this fluid art which is good because I'm very I'm, I don't want to say controlling but <laughs> I'm, I'm very I like things I'm I'm kind of was very like it will be done I will be done in four hours you know <laughs> And what I was finding is I can't be done in four hours. Mm-hmm. I, I would be out there and I would lose track of time. Mm-hmm. And it was so good for me to let myself go there where mm-hmm. um, I needed that alone time. I needed to be okay to be alone, which mm-hmm. is not my normal. Mm-hmm. And um, that's, that's what the art 
time did for me and being in my studio, which um, I had never experienced that before. Mm-hmm. And now I have, you know, and now I'm kind of like jealous when I can't be in my studio. I'm like, I need more time. Mm-hmm. I want time in my studio. And and it's kind of taken um, over my performing where mm-hmm. I'm, I'm actually... It's, uh, and I don't know if there's a new growth in that uh, I find a little more joy because it's very personal mm-hmm. and it's just for me. Mm-hmm. And I might share it and I might sell it, and but I'm okay if I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm okay that I'm just doing it for me. Mm-hmm. So it's, um, I think that what I'm trying to get at is the, the grief of losing my what I'm normally doing Mm -hmm. and the depression that came with that, um, out of it came this great resurgence Mm -hmm. of, of a new art. Mm -hmm. And I think that was, um, I think you do, what is you do with the pots and the breaking? What is that called? Vessels of imperfection. I love that. I want to do that class. That one, I think (laughs) I need to do that one for sure. Yeah. That sounds so great. Tell, tell us about that. Yeah. That, that has become, that was a surprise of, of creating and that has become one of my, one of my main things. So I have a wheel, a potter's wheel, and, uh, I began learning how to make little vessels and, um, and then I decided to break one and remake it because that's what happens in our life. Mm-hmm. Um, and COVID has brought up a lot of those things, right? That mm-hmm. already were underneath the surface, but it just right. magnified things. And mm-hmm. so the, I believe that we all are vessels and that we have, that I believe in, in God who is so good and so loving and is creating things for, for our good too. And I think about the vessel being held by our hands and creating this I'm a creator. Everyone's creative because mm-hmm. I believe we come from a creative God and um, things break in our lives. We lose jobs. We go through divorces. Mm-hmm. We lose children. We we lose loves, right? Like there's a lot of loss in this life. And so um, those cracks sometimes can destroy us or we can gather those things and see the beauty in them. And so that's essentially what we do is, mm-hmm. is put that that vessel back together as good as we can maybe Mm -hmm. but it has holes in it and and we put jewels we put pearls we put anything that um, symbolizes beauty and when we're done it's actually more stunning than it was before Mm -hmm. and so trusting the process of life you know Mm -hmm. um stronger than before stronger than before Mm -hmm. yeah yeah um i I, I want my art to be a gift to people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think our lives are gifts. Um, I think that we, I talk a lot about um, in the work that I do, just about the the importance of breath. Mm-hmm. Like we all, if we're not breathing, we're not living. And and mm-hmm. when we breathe, it, it creates this um, wholeness in us and remembering um, who we are, what we are, um, that there's a, there's a really beautiful story being made by each one of our lives. Um, I've worked with a lot of people um, who struggle with mental health. Um, I've worked with a lot of kids who have been abandoned. Mm -hmm. I'm working currently with elderly people on hospice who are facing death. Mm -hmm. And um, 
some themes in that work is that we often wonder, and, and in my own life, I wonder why certain things have happened. And I'm often remember, or I'm often reminded of who God is and who I am, and that we are not, um, we are not just shells. That we are not um, our diagnoses. That we're not our mental health. Uh, labels. That's not who we are. And people get, and I think we get, as humans, we get really stuck in shame Mm -hmm. and messages and labels when um, we're incredibly loved Mm -hmm. by a God who loves us. Mm -hmm. Um, And so a lot of my art has themes like that. Um, Do you have any stories like, you know, a particularly moving moment with one of your clients where some like a breakthrough moment that you could share that's hard off the cuff, oh, it is hard <laughs> off the cuff i'm sure I, you have many i have I mean, many but what can i share yeah um, i know that there's some things you just you can't really say for privacy reasons but yeah maybe. i think a, i mean i think of two of two women um one came to me as a executive uh at a bank and um she had just lost her father and it was incredibly traumatic for her on, mm-hmm. on every level. And she couldn't uh, process the grief. And um, she came to my studio and I, I sat with her, I sat with her in the tears. I sat with her in the, in the questions of why mm-hmm. um, and just gave her materials and asked her questions and let her freely create. And mm-hmm. from that, she decided to quit her job and go into something com- completely different and mm-hmm. art became an a healing outlet and then she became and then she showed art at a place in downtown on Sherman i mean it just totally changed her life mm-hmm. that's not me it mm-hmm. was just creating space for her asking her right. questions encouraging her to mm-hmm. be honest about what you're feeling and what you're thinking and what if you dare to take that risk what yeah. if you dared right. to take the step and not continue to live the life that you think everyone thinks to- wants you to mm-hmm. right, right. Mm-hmm. or make the decisions that make sense to our culture artists create culture and and what the what we're doing and what we're creating really impacts the world. Mm-hmm. And um, as a little girl, I was not encouraged to create art because it didn't provide a living. And <laughs> I should do something that is more um, logical and all these things. Mm-hmm. And I. I wish I wouldn't have listened to that voice, but it was a powerful voice in my life at that time. Mm-hmm. And it, and so in my 40s, I decided, I'm done. I'm mm-hmm. going for it. Like, I'm, right. yeah. I'm going to go. I think time is my now. My whole life has kind of directed me to this work. And... Um, and it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's it's so really interesting because I had the opposite experience where I was raised with a artistic mom who, mm-hmm. I mean, our, our whole growing up years was full of creative mm-hmm. projects and exploration. And yeah, it was a great way to grow up. Yeah. And we were, <clears throat> you know, I grew up with some parents that are farmers and we worked a lot. Oh, and yeah. I mean, that's what you did. Yeah. You, know? yeah. you were lucky to get a movie once in a while. And mm-hmm. then I grew up with 
parents that are bankers and they were in the corporate, you know, business world and I didn't really fit in. I love farming. I mean, yeah. that's an art in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't quite fit into those molds. So I became an athlete and that was really good. But then I remember when there was this moment where I saw this vision really of like, I, I'm created to create art. But at that time, I was such a perfectionist that when I would paint, I would get super mad because it didn't turn out the way that I thought it should. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And of course, I started with like doing a portrait of yeah. not, my, not something easy. of a family member <laughs> looking in a mirror. Like it was the it was like it was like the worst thing possible. And so I threw my brush. I got super mad. And I remember telling God, I will not do that again until it gives you glory. Like, I just, I am not going to let art control me. Like, that's just a bad idea, right? (laughs) So then years go by and I go through lots of things in life. And um, I came back to Coeur d'Alene to take care of my grandpa. And um, I was ready to go anywhere in the world, but I Mm -hmm. felt led to come back here and to live with him and to love him Mm -hmm. and to take care of him. And it was during that time of caregiving that I put paid, picked up my brush again and began painting again and mm-hmm. began um, allowing that dream to cultivate. Mm-hmm. And and it took several years, right? Like I was at the Croc for a long time, which was a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, but it took. I had to. I was being prepared as 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 myself to become the the vessel to to help people walk through different things in life. Mm-hmm. Um, Hi, I'm Marilee Wallace, a board member of the Coeur d'Alene Arts and Culture Alliance and the owner of NIA, the North Idaho Alliance. We specialize in connecting women of all ages, experience, and backgrounds in our community. One of the ways to do this is at our annual Onward and Upward Women's Conference, and it's coming up on May 25th. Our speakers are amazing, so you don't want to miss this. Tickets are on sale at Eventbrite, and they're just $79 for the entire day. On your web browser, type in Onward and Upward Women's Conference 22. And if you still can't find us, talk to Allie and Callie. They can tell you how to find us. We'll look forward to seeing you on May 25th at the Onward and Upward Women's Conference. And oh, men are welcome, so feel free to bring them. I also have had a lot of people live with me in the past seven years. I've had mm-hmm. like 34 roommates. Wow. Um, and that's a lot, right? That and is I can't a really lot. Believe oh my gosh. That, but yeah. it has been a very... Um, colorful time and just inviting people into a space that that is safe and they can mm-hmm. create um, mm-hmm. and so that's been really that's been really really beautiful and nice to have creative people around you because mm-hmm. it just it's it inspiring mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you kind of feed off each other yeah yeah and, yeah and I didn't I didn't know that I don't know I didn't really know that existed and so once I started going to Terry Lee's studio mm-hmm. with Cheryl Metcalf mm-hmm. oh yeah I began, I, be, I remember leaving there one night going, these are my people. Mm-hmm. I haven't ever, I haven't known where my people are, but I mm-hmm. knew that that, so that changed a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, when I began seeing that there's artists everywhere and, and it's not this competitive community. I kind of thought that it would be really competitive, but I don't find that here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually didn't find that to be true in Portland either. Um no, I think it's a really supportive community. Incredibly. Yeah. Incredibly. Yeah. Yeah. And it also it also was difficult for me in the beginning because I wanted to keep my art very private. Mm-hmm. And I felt this this, you know, pulling to let it 
let it out and mm-hmm. let people see your work. And that was, that was, it's that the hardest hard. step. It's the hardest. It, but it, but isn't it true that when we choose to be vulnerable and transparent and really who we are, that that's where freedom is and that's where relationship is. And that's where the deepest community is mm-hmm. when we, when we risk. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's what a lot of my art is about. Um, of risking, mm-hmm. but I'm always scared. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm always afraid of of doing that and fighting through that fear. And some of it is just getting across the threshold and going into my studio and just starting. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you just have to start, yep. right? You, Callie, yep. you probably I know. know that that totally. feeling of just getting in there, go and, in, and and then turn on the heater, <laughs> get in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't freeze. Yeah. yeah, I think my my greatest desire is that people would. Um, that we would live loved mm-hmm. um, and that we would not live in shame because I think a lot of the people I work with um, are believing that like because of what they've done maybe in life, they believe messages about who they are, mm-hmm. about those choices or mm-hmm. about something that's been done to them versus living um, living loved, mm-hmm. a, a God that loves every single person he created, um, a community of people that love you for who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes people really struggle to find that. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so I, and I want people's voice to be heard. Um, a story in my life is, is not having a voice a lot of times. And um, so I'm pretty passionate about children having a voice about Mm -hmm. the elderly having a voice about their care and what's happening in their life about Mm -hmm. um minorities and people that that aren't heard Mm -hmm. often um that they do have a voice and art has a way too of of magnifying someone's voice without saying a word right right yeah it's incredibly powerful Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and i think it's important to note that Art does not always, the outcome doesn't always, can make you uncomfortable Yeah. sometimes. Yes. And that that art doesn't always have to be flowers and color and it can be, it can Cathartic. be deep and it can be dark. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's still valuable. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we live in a community or we live in a world maybe where um, a lot of people think that art is only supposed to be joyful and Mm -hmm. and it's it really bothers me that you know because it doesn't leave a place for exactly what you're talking about Mm -hmm. yeah my first oil painting was um so because of that Allie I actually didn't think I fit in because there was a lot in my soul that was that was hard, mm-hmm. you know, and things that I saw in life that were like, how do you reconcile these things? Mm-hmm. How do you reconcile good and evil? How do you reconcile the the things on the news mm-hmm. with with maybe this God of love, right? Like, how do you do this? And I, the first oil painting I had was a black canvas with a woman's body. Um, she, I wish I had it, but uh, she's sitting. She's um, She's in a confined space and um, her hands are chained and she's in the dark except for her limbs. And it says on it's it's painted on her hands on one hand, it says help and the other one, it says help me. So it says help me. And it's Uh this, this stark, dark painting, but it's about um, human trafficking Mm -hmm. and it's about 
that cry, that silent cry mm-hmm. of, of needing help. Right. And some of the deepest prayers in my life have been help me. Right. Like, mm-hmm. and so, and it made me remember that all of us, some of us at some point in our life feel chained and need, need, need our voice to be heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that was the first piece of art I did. And I remember my neighbor coming over and she sees right? me as, <laughs> Are you okay? she sees the, you know, this like, oh, adventurous, outgoing, yeah. like, colorful, joyful person in my flower garden, all these things. And she saw that painting and was like, oh, where were you when you did that? You know, and, but, but that's the truth. That's the mm-hmm. truth that we live in, Yeah, you know, um, I, I really struggle with uh, denial mm-hmm. and what that does to right. the world, to relationships, to love. I really struggle with exclusion. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I feel very deeply about people loving one another and including, you know. Um, mm-hmm. It's important. It is. It's important in every way. And so my work, even though I am a woman of faith and I, but I will, I work with everybody. Like Mm -hmm. everybody is made in the image of God. Like everybody is incredibly loved. And Mm -hmm. that's one of the things that I get really worked up about, you know, like it's really important to me um, that people know that. Mm -hmm. Um, And quite frankly, if I can be honest, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, the Christian church has not done a good job with that mm-hmm. and on so many levels and not always, but yeah. too often. Mm-hmm. And I often tell people like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. That's actually not who God is. That's not who Christ is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a lot of my work um, is inspired by the scandalous characters of the Bible. Mm-hmm. Like the Bible is full of people's lives that are just like, this culture like Mm -hmm. it's I mean it's it's crazy there's stuff in there that is like violent and like (laughs) wait this is this is this is straight up incest like what is happening (laughs) this is like the worst thing right but you see this story of God like loving and pursuing people and giving them grace and mercy and compassion and truth and love and all these things and Mm -hmm. like I just feel like people need to know that Right. Mm-hmm. People need to know that. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. Well, I I would also love, so speaking of that, um, you do art and prayer gatherings, mm-hmm. and I'd love to hear what that is all about, because yeah. that sounds fascinating. Yeah. Um, I invite people to come, and um, it's, it's mixed media. Um, there's a different theme every month, and there's a... Um, so like March 17th, it's usually on the 9th of the month, but I have a commitment right now on the 9th, so I can't do it that day, but it's March 17th and um, it's, it's the theme is prone to wander mm. and it's based on that old hymn. It's based on, um, uh, we're going to be doing, I think it's watercolor and liquid watercolor and different materials and just like watercolor. I don't know if you've ever done watercolor, but mm-hmm. if, if I you have. have control issues, it's very difficult. It's, very, it's, it's like <laughs> unforgiving. I know. Back to Jessica Bryant about it. That's why I don't do watercolor. Yeah, anymore. right. But watercolor, like it wanders on your page, right? You have very little control of what's like, happening. Yeah. And so uh, Art and Fair is, is usually a pretty laid back environment. Um, there's usually um, uh, classical music or or 
instrumental hymns and things mm-hmm. like that playing and um, it's it's process art so it's I will give you we'll do some introductory exercises um, and to get your body there present mm-hmm. and um, we pray through the things that come out and we talk about what happens in the art process as we think about what does it mean to wander? What does it mean to, uh, last month was about every word you speak and Mm -hmm. it was about the power of our words and where they come from and what happens when we don't filter them or we don't rein them in or um so so usually it's a topic that that I'm usually dealing with right (laughs) like like, what am I saying what (laughs) you know how am I how who am I today like who who am I being right now and Mm -hmm. so um so I just I think about things through life and pick the topic but it is a time of um of reflection it's a time of um community and everybody's invited to share or not. Mm-hmm. People can just be silent and just go through the process. And um, But people are always very surprised about what happens mm-hmm. in that time. And sometimes people come with an agenda of like, I'm going to paint a bird or I'm going to paint a scene. And they come out with something completely different. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's actually not what's on their heart. Mm-hmm. Um, it. It's, it's it's what they think they're supposed they, to do. It's what they think they're supposed to do. Right. right. Yeah. And... Um, and prayer is so crucial in the sense of if you're if you are in a relationship and you're not communicating that relationship dies mm-hmm. and so a relationship with god is the same way if you're not praying communicating there'll be a disconnection you mm-hmm. know and so um so it's worship and prayer and art and it's always a it's a gift it's a gift to see what happens in in people mm-hmm. when they come and when I think about I, it, though, yeah. I think about, okay, we're all going to paint. Uh-huh. And now, um, <laughs> okay, let's get back to painting. It's much then. more rowdy than that, Allie. <laughs> <laughs> Rowdy's better. Rowdy's better It's than much that. more rowdy and it's much more raw. And it's, and it's um, we talk about the hard things in life, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I think in Mar- on March, we'll, we'll, we'll pray for Ukraine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll we'll be horrible. praying for things like that. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, what can we do? Yeah. We can give gifts, but someone's in bigger control than I am. Like, right. And and so we will we'll talk about things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, we talk about relationship struggles, right? Like it gets very real. Mm-hmm. So I'm not a um, I don't do well in surface like surface conversations. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, I can have them. Like let's right, right. do it. Yeah. Um, but no, it's it's a little deeper than that. Right. A little deeper than that. Yeah. So, and that's, and that's probably a reflection of my own process in life and my, and, and my art and mm-hmm. the space that it holds for me. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of relationships. Oh, yes. We, uh, we heard a little, uh, a little story little about story an about engagement. A, yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. We, I know. We, we heard there was quite a production. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear all about it. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> um, That's some happy news. It took my breath away. That is for sure. I think I did breathe for several seconds. Um, well, you know, we 
we told this man in my life. It's <laughs> shocking that I've let someone into my life so much. And um, he's wonderful. And uh, we were we talked about marriage earlier in the fall. And then, you know, I kind of freaked out. And there was things that I felt like needed to happen. And so I kind of put the brakes on it. And, well, I thought I did. <laughs> um, and then in on Christmas... Uh, Christmas Eve, we had plans to go out with our parents, which we tried to do at Thanksgiving. It didn't work. So we doing gifts and all these things. And, and I just thought it was so nice of my parents to come down and not, you know, kind of do their own schedule. And, um, <laughs> and also that week, my mom took me to get a manicure, which I thought was so weird because she usually does pedicures, like always. Uh-huh. But she was like, we just need some girl time. I just need some girl time. I'm like, oh, okay. And I came back and told Chris, you know, it was so weird. We got manicures and it was just so strange. And my mom was just so happy. It was so like, and I said, I know that she's happy, but I mean, she was just like over the top bubbly. And I don't, I just don't understand. <laughs> and of course he has like the best poker face ever. Yeah, I had no idea. So then on Christmas Eve, we go out to dinner and we're all going to go shopping, like last minute Christmas shopping, which again, looking back, my stepdad hates to shop. He (laughs) never goes on Sherman (laughs) Avenue. It does not happen. And so I was like, this is just so amazing. I feel like they're just so open. What is going on? (laughs) (laughs) So we go down the street and we go by Arts Fair Gallery. And of course, I'm always wondering what's happening in there. And I'm there often. And Evan, Chris's friend, is playing piano. And Evan plays piano all the time like mm-hmm. in places and I have not been able to see him play we've been dating a year and I still have not been able to see him play so mm-hmm. Chris says oh look Evan's playing the piano and I was like oh what? my god, we gotta go in so I run in there I'm the first one in there and I'm like oh Evan Merry Christmas so I'm so glad you're playing and I'm like, like I'm just going crazy <laughs> and then I see Blair and Duncan and I'm like oh Merry Christmas like how are you guys doing and they're just like super sweet and really like calm and just kind of <laughs> now again looking back I'm like they just were like she has no idea <laughs> and so then I started kind of walking and Chris comes along up beside me and he seemed kind of off like he seemed a little nervous or so I don't know what was going on with him but I never really kind of saw him that way and I said are you okay and he goes he puts his arm around me he's like yeah I'm good are you okay <laughs> I said yeah I'm good but I don't really know if my parents want to shop for Christmas gifts in our spirit gallery. I mean, yeah. maybe, but I mean, that's usually in the place they go. Well, I'm going to go check with them. So I turn around to go talk to all the parents, the four parents, and ask them if like, they really want to be here. What are we really mm-hmm. shopping for? Yeah. <laughs> so I turn around and I look at the wall and I see this new piece of art. Mm-hmm. And it's this shadow box with this chain and a diamond ring hanging on the chain and I looked at that and thought well that's weird that's a new piece who did that like, who, what is so that immediately I was like is that clay is that like, like what kind let's of look, medium is this yeah <laughs> so I, I just go toward it and then I think I lost my breath because I realized it was the ring that I love and mm. then I realized it was yellow gold and I was like oh crap oh my gosh and then I look to the right and the tag the artist tag says April Carol near you're the love of my life in Spanish and I I think I stopped breathing and I covered my face like I just was like what and I turn around and Chris is standing there looking at me with this look that he's been looking at me with all week and I was like babe 
seriously? <laughs> and he just like couldn't talk. And he just took the ring and oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I've never been so shocked in my life. And he got I, down, love I love it. It's a great it. story. He got down on one knee and then he couldn't speak. <laughs> he was, then he got tears in his eyes. So then in my nature, I'm always like, like hugging and like, yeah. What, yeah, yeah. what's going on? I'll, right. I'll, I'll, I'll cry I'll with you. Right. What's going on? Yeah. So I come closer and I'm like, can I sit on your knee? I'm like, who does that? Like the woman who's proposed to who knows who sits on the knee and is like, I'll comfort you. You can't talk. What's happening? Yeah. So of course I'm sitting there and then he gets the words out and it was just, Aww, it was magical. unbelievable. And then friends were up in the loft and yeah. they, they're there. And I mean, it was just magical. It was unbelievable. That's yeah. great. Oh I, and, and I am not an easy person to surprise, even uh -huh. though I love surprises. Yeah. But I'm not an easy person to surprise. And that whole week, he'd kind of been checking in with me, like, hey, what are you doing? Are, mm -hmm. are you home? Or are you? And I was starting to think, like, man, am I just, am what I just not happening? spending, like, am I yeah. just not, get, like, <laughs> maybe I'm too busy. I'm too busy. Like, yeah. I'm too, but he was, like, actually trying to plan and trying to, like, he was, like, this was so difficult, <laughs> right? So worth it. But you're like, you're like trying to nail Jello to the wall. It was so. <laughs> That's so great. I love it. So he is oh. the most thoughtful, kind man that I have ever known, and he has, he yeah. is, um, he is a gift. That's great. When's well, the wedding? Yeah. July 9th. July ninth. Yes. Yay. Well, yes. that is the loveliest story I love that about story. an engagement I have ever heard I know yeah, yeah. and of course I wore mascara today I know and, no, I, like, I, like, I got it, a little teary did it smear <laughs> yeah. that's so sweet it is really well, sweet I know yeah. how how fortunate for you to have I know. such we'll have to tell ours I mean sometime. yeah one day we'll tell ours <laughs> I've got a very romantic story but I'll, t I'll tell oh I've day. well I've been married a couple times so <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell all my stories <laughs> Callie's got some great stories some my favorite is the Alaska story <laughs> and drunk guy yeah that's okay <laughs> yeah I have some I have some good ones too yeah, yeah. Callie, I think we should get yeah, yeah, wine and there's a, yeah and just share stories bad I, I would like to have some bad dating stories you know oh yeah bad right. dating yeah left in alaska right yeah <laughs> and then or there could be bad marriage i've had oh yeah uh, you know had a couple of those but um yeah anyway this was so nice. yeah I'm thank really you so i love much. what you do we really april and you're you're a giving artist i love mm -hmm. being in your presence you're mm -hmm. so wonderful and Thanks. what you do i think it's an amazing you know anyone who can um, give so much of yourself and listen and and uh, counsel. I feel like mm -hmm. it's counseling and yeah. and therapeutic and just but you allowing know, people to find their path and yeah, find their own through way through art. What a what a great way to do it. So yeah. it's not like lay on the couch and tell me your problems. You know, <laughs> it's really right. like you get to develop it and help help them kind of find it. Yeah, through yeah. the art, which I love is it. such a what a nice way to do it. Yeah. I think. And hopefully find maybe their truer self. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Thank, Thank you. you. Well, yeah. Yes. So you can life. find April at aprilnear.com. Mm hmm. So, and her work is fascinating. Yes. So, yeah. definitely Thank go you. check it out. Yes. Hopefully, we'll see you at the studio tour this year. 
I hope so. Hopefully. I am focusing on um, I, the wedding. I'm planning sure. the wedding is a work of art. <laughs> right? There's a lot of art that's going to be integrated. So that's I'm awesome. focusing on that. And, Good. and we'll see uh, what I can do for the tour if that's Good. on the, yeah. on on the, the horizon. Yeah. yeah. Well, cool. Great. Yeah. All righty. Well, um, I'm Allie. And I'm Callie. And whatever you do today, make sure it's creative. The Allie and Callie Artcast is a program of the Coeur d'Alene Arts and Culture Alliance and is sponsored by NIA, North Idaho Alliance, a woman-based leadership organization designed to inspire, uplift, and impact your community and lives.